Welcome to Recovering Biblical Manhood. I'm your host, Paul Robbins. And I'm your co-host, Aaron McBride. And we will begin exploring the question, what is biblical manhood? War? What war? Am I a soldier? And how am I supposed to be equipped for this battle? Men, these and many other questions will be explored and answered in our quest as we look at biblical manhood from the Word of God. Rise up, man of God, and fulfill your role in the kingdom. Good morning. This is Paul Robbins, your host to Recovering Biblical Manhood. And I'm Aaron McBride. I'm your co-host. And today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, it's my friend Ramaya Trask. Uh, he and I uh, did some work together for several years uh, as I owned my own graphic design company. And uh, I worked alongside of him with his company, uh, Design Baton Rouge. And so we're so excited to be interviewing him. And this just kind of goes right along with uh, what we've been looking at on our podcast here recently and uh, how um, we were created uh, to work. So, Ramaya, we're so glad to have you uh, being a part of our podcast today. Thank you so much for being with us. Awesome. So super glad to be here, Aaron. So uh, I, I like to do this with some of our uh, guests. Um, so give us your best dad joke. Oh, man, if if. If you wouldn't have asked me for a dad joke, they just come out like crazy because my my kids, they they tell me all the time. That's such a dad joke, such a dad joke, man. Now I'm trying to now I'm trying to think of one and it, it is not coming to me. I, I I'm not going to be able to help you, man. It's like my mind just went blank. I have so many dad jokes <laughs> right now. My mind just totally went blank on them. Well, I'll, I'll give you one and then we'll get started in the interview. So, hey, uh, Ramaya. What do um, what do Irish people call fake stones? What is I don't know. Shamrocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Well, Ramaya, uh, tell us a little bit about your family. So I'm married. Been married for 21 years. Um, I know I don't look like I'm old enough to have been married 21 years, but I have. Me and me and Nikaila. We started this thing off. She was uh she was 18, I was 21. And we currently have three amazing kids. Um, Kyrie, uh, my oldest, he's a music producer. Um, Kamaya, she is about to be 16. She's a dancer, a sophomore in high school. And my youngest is Christopher. And um, he's kind of like the he's actually the, the we call him Pastor Chris. He's the he's a young pastor, loves God, loves people. Um, but just my, my family is amazing. That's my rock. That's what I, I do everything I do for them. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, go ahead and share with us just a little bit, uh, what you do for a living. So what I do for a living is I do, I do marketing. Um, so web design, building funnels is, is my main thing, but then I also do marketing coaching. So I help entrepreneurs and other coaches, um, with different marketing strategies and techniques to help them to generate leads and help them to build their business. Awesome. Awesome. Tell us how you became an entrepreneur. So it's, it's always been in my, in my blood. So my, my grandfather was an entrepreneur. He had a, he had a taxi, a taxi company. 
Um, my dad was an entrepreneur. He was a musician. Um, my mom actually worked a nine to five, but she had like side hustles and everything. So the nine to five never really sat sat well with me. But how how it actually happened was I started building websites back in college. I took a class, a web design class, and I liked it. Built a website for my church, started building them on the side for fun. And then one day a friend of mine said, hey, Ramaya, can you build a website for my wife's organization? Um, we're going to pay you $300. And I was like, you're going to do what? You're going <laughs> to pay me what? And so I made money from doing something that I had been doing for a hobby, just doing for fun. And a light bulb went off and it's like, man, I could make money doing this thing. And so like the next week or so, I went to my office, my kitchen table and uh, put out my laptop and drew up a little business plan. I came up with a name um, and I went out door to door selling websites. And the goal was to get one. I actually got two on the day, the day that I went out because my background previously was in, was in sales. So it just kind of worked out that I was not afraid to go to different businesses, knock on doors and say, hey, do you need a website? Did quick demos um, and left out with two checks that day on the first day and haven't haven't looked back since. And that's kind of how you and I met. Uh, you were doing websites. Uh, I got onto uh, Fiverr. I was just starting my business, uh, Radiance Graphic Design. I was on Fiverr just trying to get by and provide for my family. And you hit me up on Fiverr and you were like, hey, I like your work. Would you consider working outside of Fiverr? And so then you and I just built a relationship and it's, it's not just been a relationship work-wise. I think that it's been a relationship to me that you've been a blessing to my life and encouragement to my life uh, as just a, a fellow Christian. And I think that's so amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, and I, and I, I feel the same way, man. You like a, you like a brother to me and, you know, even to say that we've actually met, you know, in person yeah. and, and went to a, went to an event together. That's not, I can't say that for many people that I've met online on fiber to for that matter. Um, but it but it was definitely a God saying, man. So I'm I'm grateful for you. Yeah. So um obviously this uh podcast is recovering biblical manhood. And so we're really we're really diving into what it means to be a biblical man. And so um with that, you know, in your mind, what is uh biblical manhood to you? Yeah. So, so to me, to me, biblical manhood is somebody who stands on the principles of God, right? They're, they're, you're not compromising in how you live your lifestyle. You take your family to church. Like you are the lead. You're the charge of, Hey, we're going to church, not just sitting around waiting for it to happen. Um, and, and just bring, bring your family up in, in an environment of worship and not be afraid to, to show forth that, um, that's that's really that's really what I believe biblical biblical manhood is like living out the God life in 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 real life. I uh, I just recently retired uh, a little over a year ago, and uh, I worked in a grocery company uh, that uh, just in the last couple of years got down into Texas, um, but I put in twenty seven years with that company and. Uh, God had me uh, work through something that, that was really different. Uh, I, I discussed this earlier with, with Aaron, that uh, 
when I first started with this company, I told them I can't work on Sundays. That's that's church day. That's God's day, and I can't work on Sunday. And initially, uh, the company said, "Okay, you know, that's fine. You know, we we don't have scheduled work on Sundays." And then I occasionally had to work on a Sunday, and because I didn't complain about it to my to my manager, he started scheduling me more often on Sundays, and that put me in a quandary as to uh, I'm missing church, but you know I need to provide for my family. And uh, I had a discussion with God about this, and, and God said, well, you know, that's my day. I said, I know it's your day, God, and that that's why I'm thinking I'm, I'm doing wrong. And he said, no, when you are at work, are you sharing me with your coworkers? Are you sharing me with the customers that you come in contact with? Are you being a witness? To my love with your work and with your mouth and with your thoughts. I said, well, I'm trying to be. And he said, then you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. He says, what about on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, the other days of the week? Because those are my days also. I said, oh, I get it. That makes sense, Lord. When I'm at work, I am in ministry. When I'm at home, I'm in ministry. Whatever I'm doing, Lord, I'm in ministry and I am to be ministering to the people that you have me in contact with. It's not all about having to be at church at a given time. I'm to be at church when it's available and I can be there. And when I'm not there, I'm still in ministry. And it was a revelation to me that my work is a place of ministry. So uh, one of the things that we've discussed for Maya on our uh, podcast is we've talked about how um, we were created in God's image. And uh, part of that image that he created us with was the ability to give us uh, imagination, uh, to be creative in the things that we do. And, um, and so when we're thinking about biblical manhood, how, how does biblical manhood fit in with entrepreneurship for you? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad you asked me that because I was just thinking, um, there's there's a scripture that says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers, right? And when you when you break that down, you're really talking about three different things. Talking about prosper prosperity, that's that's financially, um, uh, being health, that's your body, your your health, you know, and then yeah. as your soul prospers, that's like relationships, being happy. Yeah. And that brings that brings us to basically the three niches, like any business that you have fall into that niche. You're either in a wealth niche like me and you we're in marketing, like you're a graphic designer, but that's marketing. You're helping people to expose their brand so that they can make money. Yeah. I help people. I build websites so people can get their business and, and make money. Um, Then you have the health brand, either fitness coach or a gym or some type of keto diet or certain foods, right? And that's the that's the health the health niche. Then you got relationships. So even like pastors are in a relationships or therapists or you know people that help you with your marriage or relationships with your kids or with people or, or they just help you to be happy. And so if if the Bible is saying I wish above all things that you would prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers, then it's our job to help other people do those things. And so when I look at business, I'm saying I'm fulfilling that mission to to help you prosper. It's not mm -hmm. just about 
me making money for my business, but I want to make an impact so that you can make money for your business as well. Um, and so whatever we do as entrepreneurs, we're really serving God's mission. Um, when, when you, when you look at it that way, um, and not from a, from a selfish standpoint. Yeah. Now, uh, do you have any specific examples where you have seen, uh, God just bless maybe, um, a certain business relationship or, um, your own business or, or maybe both? Yeah, man, that, that was, uh, that was this guy that I, that I was working for. We still, we still doing some work together. Um, I don't know if I should say his name or not, but I won't say his name. But what 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 I did was I offered him to do some work for him for free. Right. I offered to say, hey, I see a need. Let me do this for you. I sent them a video. He liked it. He posted. I was doing some content the next day. I sent them another video. He liked it. He posted it. This went on for a few months, like not just days or weeks. It, it went on for a few months. And I made up in my mind that I was going to serve him for an entire year. Like I was just going to help him build his brand, build his content for a year. Five or six months went on with that. And he finally came to me. He said, Ramaya, how much does this cost? And I was like, I don't know. Let's let's set something up. And then he started paying me a retainer. Um, it, it started off at about $1,000 a month. And then it went up to $1,200. Then he added on some other stuff. And eventually I got to the point to where just him from his, he had multiple business. He had a podcast. He had other stuff. He was paying me about $3,000 a month. Then mm. he introduced me to some other people that I started doing the same thing for. And I and they was paying me $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month. And so from sowing that seed and, and serving, it turned into a great relationship with him. He introduced me with other people. And so it's kind of like, you know, sowing and reaping. All, all of those principles, they, they, they are real. The law of reciprocity, that stuff is real. And um, God really does bless it whenever, whenever you give out of a out of a pure heart. Yeah, no, and that's that's amazing uh, to think about. Uh, Paul and I were actually having a discussion uh, between podcasts uh, today, and we were just talking a little bit about that. You know, uh, even if someone doesn't believe the Word of God, and and we know that you, and I'm sure you probably uh, work with with people that are not of the church world. The principles of Scripture and what God uh, asks of us with work still apply across the board. The blessing of businesses are still there, even for the business who maybe is like, I, I just don't believe all this Bible stuff. I don't believe, you know, in God or whatever. And and we we understand that we understand people aren't going to believe in, in God, but the the principles of Scripture are still true. Uh, you know, if we give much, uh, we will receive much. If we give little, we're going to receive little. Uh, how um, with your business, with your entrepreneurship? Now, I, I know that you guys are kind of in a time of transition as a family, things like that. But um, I know that you also spent a lot of time uh, before moving. Uh, you used a lot of your entrepreneurship to help uh, the church that you were serving at. Um, you know, in what er what other areas have you seen God continue to prosper you because of following the principles of Scripture? Well, I mean, even even with that, even with that example, the the skill set that I have with social media and content creation came from serving the church, right? Yeah. So it, it came from doing content for the church, helping helping to bring 
um, exposure to to the church that I was at, and I was able to use those skills and transfer them over to um to to help me to help me to make money. Um, but those are there. There are countless countless examples, man. Like even 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 my relationship with you. Like there's it's been it's been give and take. Like I've yeah. sent you business, and then in return, you sent me business, and then. You've done projects for me for free. You'd be like, man, this was this was on me. Yeah, I'm just gonna give this one to you. Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure, I mean, I, I can see that your life has has been blessed. Like I've seen you and your family go through transitions as well. Right. You kind of helped talk me through this one. Um, so I, I definitely appreciate that. But yeah. one one thing I say and about about serving God, he he never fails. Never, yeah. ever, ever, ever fails. Um, and if I ever see that like something is lacking in my life i have to turn around and look and say are you giving are you tithing have mm. you been slacking in that area because of maybe mistrust or maybe because it got a little tight when we moved we moved to dallas because we had to spend up moving costs a lot of money you yes know it this, does <laughs> right and so it's like it got a little tight am i am i not trusting but then when i realized you gotta you gotta let go of that seed so that it can produce a harvest um, the principles, principles never fail, man. They, they never fail. You can, somebody can not believe in air, but that don't mean they're not breathing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> belief don't make truth. Like, like what you just said. Yeah. So, uh, if you were to, if you were able to speak into like a, a young Christian entrepreneur's life, what would be the advice that you would, would give them? It's simple, serve people. Your primary objective is to serve people. All business comes from fulfilling a, a need for solving a problem, right? Some Somebody has a problem. Your product or service is a solution for their problem. Think about how you can serve people. And, and if you serve people, man, you'll never go without. Um, has there been any... Uh... So let's just say, uh, it, uh, you know, obviously people know that you're a Christian businessman. Uh, you've never been shy about that. Have you seen any fruit? Maybe maybe you're working with somebody who doesn't know Christ. Uh, have you seen any fruit from the way that you live your life in biblical manhood have an effect on those who maybe aren't followers of Jesus? I've, I've seen I've seen it. I I will I will say this. So like you know that I've been on my on my health journey lately. If you yeah. follow my social media, you'll see it. So I'll see a lot of people will reach out and say. Hey man, I started walking because I see because I see you walking. Or I, I started going to the gym because I see you going to the gym. And I and this isn't di a direct like, hey, I gave my life to Christ, right? right? But it but it's definitely a, a step for bettering bettering their health or or being being more consistent in a certain area. Yeah. Um, but I have I have attracted people like when people know what who i serve and and how i serve they'll come to me and say hey can you pray for me or yeah. your story really blessed me you didn't know i needed to hear this i'm going through this um that that happens very very often and yeah. and you you attract who you are so it's kind yeah. of it's kind of a blessing as well that i work with a lot of believers because they they are attracted to me i don't not want to work with non-believers i do work with non-believers as well but I, but I attract a lot of believers because you attract who you are. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Give me other uh, questions, Paul, that you that came to your mind while we were interviewing. Yeah, uh, the, the truth of the matter is, 
it is a joy and it is a blessing to hear testimony from other believers to expand our horizons beyond what we can see and, and who we know just from our local area, but that we can get together with believers in, in a tip, totally different area and say, you know, God's working in my life. I see God working in your life. And what a blessing it is from God to be able to contact somebody and say, you know, help me open my perspective. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I appreciate you. So, um, Ramaya, with, with your business, um, this is just something that came to my mind. Um, and what you do, what, what, you know, obviously I'm a pastor of a church now, and uh, that's what I'm doing full time. I, I don't get a whole lot of time to delve into graphic design. And, and, and God understands that. He knew that that was for the season that I was in. Uh, I, st I still do graphic design for our church. Obviously, I just am not doing it for others. Makes sense why. God had me in a season of doing that. And then God said, hey, listen, I've, I've got a different calling for you. Um, but uh, in what ways can your business uh, help maybe churches or other businessmen who are who are listening uh, and onto the podcast? Well, let, let me first let me first say, Aaron, I'm a, I'm a little salty about that because I had to do my last book cover on my own without you <laughs> get all my other ones. But <laughs> so so how 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 I can help churches? Um, I I really I started my first website was a church website, yeah. and so I love building church websites. Um, and to help help them to really understand how to simplify their website. And how to make sure that your website is not should not be for you. It's for people who you're trying to attract. So you want to talk to your audience. I mean, just because we're a church, we still we still got to use marketing principles right. like the the message you have to resonate with the people who you want to attract. So um, make sure you're telling them how they can change their lives. You know, find family, discover purpose, change the world. That's that's the mission and the vision of our church. But we're telling you when, when you come here, you're going to find family, you're going to discover purpose, you're going to change the world. And those are the types of things that people want to see. They want to see faces on their websites, um, kind of going through a church masterclass for, for websites. You got to have your directions to your church on your website address. <laughs> Put It's easy to go to Google, get the map link to to for directions and put that on a button that says get directions and they click it and it takes them to google and it and they can get directions straight to your church um the times of your services like make it easy for people to get to you um and learn learn what they need to learn a big fat give button make it easy for people to give yeah like the things that you want people to do make it make it easy for them to find but um that's that's what i love to to simplify um websites and and, sh and show you different strategies to really attract the people that god has called you to serve yeah uh you have anything else ramaya that you want to share with us uh before we end today man um this this was this was this was great i will i will say this if i if i can i do have a a book launching called 12 yeah. laws of marketing um i don't know when this podcast will air but it's it's actually dropping this Saturday on, on my birthday. So it'll probably be out by the time this podcast is out. It'll be available. Uh, it's probably the website is going to be 12lawsofmarketing.com. 
And it's really talking about principles. It's, it's talking about like the law of reciprocity and the law of scarcity and just how, how to use these different principles in your marketing. Um, and you can really use it to attract the the people who who you are you're called to reach, you know, if it's if it's for Christians, for churches, if it's for entrepreneurs, um, anything like that. That's that's what the book is about. And I and I just and I wanted to say this too. I don't I don't think that this may not be for everybody, but I but I do think that a part of being a, being a biblical biblical manhood, if you're married, um, make sure that you are a provider. Make sure you're yeah. taking care of your household. Um, I'm not going to say it has to be a hundred percent, but that's my goal. Like my goal is to do what I need to do so I could take care of a hundred percent of the household. Yeah. Does it happen all the time? No. Sometimes I'm like, Nikola, okay, I need you to take care of this, this, and this, this month. Yeah. But that's the, that's, that's what I'm aiming for. Um, but just, but just make sure you bring, bring your family to Christ and, and you lead, don't, don't wait for somebody else to lead. You are the leader. So, so lead your household. Yeah. And and I know by you, uh, building your business, your, your wife has a ministry, doesn't she? She does. Uh, yeah. And, and she's been able to give herself fully to that ministry because, uh, she can focus on that. And mm-hmm. so that's one of those ways that you provide it in an extra special way, um, to your, your wife's ministry. Uh, maybe if you would like to, um, if you want to share just uh, ways that people can connect with you, uh, whether that's social media, and then maybe even uh, if you want to tell our audience even about your your wife's ministry that she has and ways that they can connect with her, that'd be awesome. Okay, yeah. So, so my wife, my wife has an organization called Be Brave. So if you go to, but it's BeBraveMom.com, and she basically helps women who have dealt with or dealing with currently anxiety or depression um Mm -hmm. and just to give them a support group give them resources um she overcame a very severe postpartum depression and anxiety it was like the worst case scenario that you could possibly have she didn't sleep for 60 days and she is living a thriving life now it's been 12 years since since it happened uh, but she she's able to live a functional thriving life and she she teaches other women who are going through those things. A lot of women go through that and they don't say anything because they don't they feel like it's weird. They feel like they're alone. But she she lets you know you're not alone. Like all these people dealing dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. And when you can talk about it freely, you can really uh you can really heal. So that's be brave mom.com. Um, and then to get in touch with me, you can just go to Ramaya.com, R-E-M-I-A-H. And it's Ramaya on every platform. Um, there's not many Ramaya, so you're gonna find me. <laughs> if I don't have orange, then it's not me. But if you yeah. see the color orange, it's me. Yeah, awesome. And then uh, why don't you tell us just uh, the the books that you've written? Uh, I know you just uh, told us about the uh, Twelve Laws of Marketing. Uh, tell us about the other two books that you've written. Yeah, so there so there's one called You Can Build a Freaking Amazing Website, even if you have zero creative abilities which Aaron did the cover too. And then there's also Start, Brand, Grow. I'm pretty sure you did that cover too, right? I did, yeah. Aaron, yeah. Aaron did the cover to that one as well. Um, and I really haven't, re- like I, I released that one, but I haven't marketed it. So once I put 12 Laws of Marketing out, I'm going to relaunch Start, Brand, Grow again next year. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. 
Uh, we sure appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the kingdom work that you're doing, uh, both in your work and then in your family and in your community. Uh, it's a blessing to see that. Uh, thank you for pouring your time into this podcast. I hope this has been an encouragement to our listeners. I'm sure it will be, and um, I'm sure that it will be a help to someone, and, and hopefully it will send a little uh, send a little business your way as well. So we appreciate that. And we are looking forward to having you join us again at Recovering Biblical Manhood. We're on uh, Instagram and Facebook at uh, Recovering Biblical Manhood. And then you can email us with any questions, uh, requests, criticisms, whatever you want to do at uh, recoveringbiblicalmanhood at gmail.com. And then also, if you don't mind leaving us a review, uh, those who are listening, please leave us a review that allows the uh, algorithm to catch up and allow other people to find out about uh, our podcast. So, Ramaya, thank you again, once so, uh, again so much for being with us. We're looking forward to having you again in the near future uh, and just discuss about how you connect um, your Sunday worship with your Monday work. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, God bless.